Hello and welcome to the first Campfire Stories episode of Heading North Podcast. I'm your host, Nick. Growing up in scouting, I spent ample time sitting next to a campfire. I have so many memories of stories told by my scout leaders and my friends and even myself. The ambient lighting generated from the fire allowed me to relax and fully embark on the journey of their stories. These experiences changed who I was fundamentally, allowing my imagination to take me to new places, even in times of stress and discomfort. This is why I would like to tell a campfire story each month in the hopes that we can all sit next to the campfire together and be taken away by the story. Whether you are on your way to work or working on your studies, join me and the Heading North community by the fire and let's t- let today's story take you away to one of the United States' beautiful national parks. I found today's story, as well as many of the future stories to come, in a compilation of campfire stories from the American National Parks. Today's story feels like the best start to the series and brings us to the stormy northeastern Acadia National Park, a poem that encapsulates life in the islands plaguing Maine's coastline and the simplification of life that it may bring. This is Fire by William Carpenter. This morning, on the opposite shore of the river, I watch a man burning his own house. It is a cold day, and the man wears thick gloves and a fur hat that gives him a Russian look. I envy his energy, since I'm still on my sun porch, in my robe, with morning coffee, my day not even begun, while my neighbor has already piled spruce boughs against his house and poured flammable liquid over them to send a ribbon of black smoke into the air. A column surrounded by herring gulls, who think he's having a barbecue or has found it in a new dump. I hadn't known what labor it took to burn something. Now the man's working at such speed, he's like the criminal in a silent movie, as if he had a deadline, as if he had to get his house burned by a certain time, or it would all be over. I see his kids helping, bringing him matches and kindling, and I'd like to help out myself, but the Penobascot River separates us, icebergs the size of small ships drifting down the tide. Moreover, why should I help him when I have a house myself, which needs burning as much as anyone's? It has begun the leak. I think it has carpenter ants. I hear them making sounds at night like writing. Only they aren't writing. They are building small tubular cities inside the walls. I start burning in the study, working from within so it will go faster. So I can catch up and soon there's a smoke column on either side. Like a couple of aliquins having a dialogue on how much harder it is to destroy than create. I shovel books and poems into the growing fire. If I burn everything, I can start over with a future like a white rectangle paper. Then I notice my neighbor has a hose, that he's spraying his house house with water, the crowd he has bailed out, but I keep throwing things into the fire. My stamps, my Berlioz collection, my photos of nude people, my correspondence dating back to grade school. Over there, the fire engines are reaching his home. His wife is crying with relief. His fire is extinguished. He has walked down to the shore to see the ruins of the house across the river. The open cellar, the charred timbers, the man laughing and singing in the snow, who has been finally freed from his possessions, who has no clothes, no library, who has gone back to the beginning, when we lived in nature, no refuge from the elements, no fixed address. Acadia National Park is within the 10 most visited national parks in the country and is located mostly in Mount Desert Island. Mount Desert is the largest coastal island on the main coastline. The park takes up nearly half of the island, split to an east and west section by the Somme Sound. Mount Desert Island was home to many settlers and later wealthy summer residents. Through the work of George B. Dorr, with the help of philanthropists like John D. Rockefeller Jr., the park's planning and consolidation began in the late 1800s. 
officially presenting 5,000 acres to the American people with the act signed by President Wilson making the Lafayette National Park. This is the first national park east of the Mississippi and the first park to be gifted by private citizens. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Heading North and the first Campfire Stories episode that we've had. I hope to continue this tradition the second week of every month. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our newsletter at headingnorthpodcast.com for updates on new episodes, blog posts, and new merchandise. Music in today's episode is by Asylum Music and Media Works, and you can follow the show on social media by searching at Heading North Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can support Heading North by purchasing our May the Forest Be With You camp mug or any of our other merchandise at headingnorthpodcast.com forward slash store. You can also visit headingnorthpodcast.com forward slash support and send a donation as low as a dollar. But the best way to support the show is by following and leaving a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm.